Dr. Isabeau Morneau waited until the clinic was almost empty before dragging her feet into the lab to check the viral loads. Months ago, she was brimming with hope and raced like a child down the corridor to see the results of the serum trial. Tonight, her sandals scuffed across the floor as if she was lining up before a firing squad. Placing the first drop of blood on the slide was a lot harder than it should have been. Her hands shook terribly. The lab was quiet, except for the distracting hum of the fluorescent lights and the pounding of her heart in her ears. The faces of her sick patients haunted her thoughts. One by one, a hundred of them had come to her clinic and begged her to save their lives. Her serum trial was the last resort for these people, her people. They were the unlucky group who had not responded to traditional medicines and were going to die horrible, wasteful deaths, each and every one of them, unless she found the cure. So far, she'd buried twenty patients. Twenty. How many more would die before she got the serum right? Come on. Come on. She turned the knob on the microscope and pressed her glasses against the eyepieces. Good results, please, God. She held her breath as the magnified image came into focus. No. She pushed back from the table. Her stool screeched across the linoleum tiles. Furiously, she paced inside the lab. It's not working. Why? Isabeau wanted to scream or hurl the microscope out the window and deep into the Gulf of Gonav. Maybe she'd jump in after it. The serum had worked beautifully during the animal testing. What was she doing wrong? Circling back to the table with the dreaded microscope, she picked up the patient's file. She would have paid all the money left in her paltry savings account for someone to steal the file right out of her hands. Exhaling deeply, she read the name. Mr. Johnson. She blinked hard on the tears. If she started crying now, she might never stop. Mr. Johnson. She could almost feel his calloused hands in hers. I've got faith in you, girl, the old fisherman had said the day he signed up for the trial. Their mother doctors were head shrinkers, not you, Dr. Monon. You're going to get these right, because my grandbaby is getting married in June. Oh, she's a sweet little thing, my grandbaby. But you don't want to get her cranky. She turns more venomous than one of them long no Solina dance when she doesn't get what she wants. <laughs> she says she'd be dancing the merengue with me on our special day. It's what she wants. And I can't disappoint her, can I? Make me well, Dr. Monon. You suppose heart shattered. Mr. Johnson wasn't going to be dancing in June. He'd be cremated long before then. Grief pounded in her head. Her patients were dying before her eyes. A nurse knocked quietly and said, Dalitha and her mother are here. Do you want me to bring them to the examination room? Talitha was the youngest person in the trial and one of the sickest. Isabeau dried her cheeks. Yes, I'll be there in a minute. She had to pull herself together for her patients. They trusted her, needed her. Plastering on a smile that felt as foreign and tight as stretched on rubber, she forced her legs to carry her into the exam room and said as cheerily as she could, Bonsoir, how is my favorite patient? The frail girl with knobby knees and painfully thin arms looked up from her chair. Hi, Dr. Monod. I'm better today. The girl's mother, 
a woman who had aged five years in the last month, bolted to her feet. Do you have news, doctor? Is the medicine working? Isabeau swallowed hard. Soon. We pray for soon.